the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today's hot topic is on conquering racism. We have a special guest today, Dr. Elvita King, and we are going to discuss what the Bible truly says about racism and how we as Christians can bridge the gap and close the gap between racism. We know that God is a God of love and God is a God of unity. So join us today for this amazing discussion on conquering racism here on The Christian View. Christian View. What a great audience we have today. Thank you all for being here. Thank you at home for watching and those listening on the radio. This is the Christian View and we take today's hot topics and weigh it against the word of God because God does have a view. I have a great panel today. I have Monica Matthews. I have Pastor Lee Adams. I have Sandra and Aisha. And so thank you all for being here. I would encourage you at home to go check out their websites. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom other than in addition to being on the Christian View. So, so thank you all. Um, you know, Lee, today's hot topic is one that's, um, it's kind of scary for me to talk about. And it's, it's about racism and conquering racism. And it's not scary for me to talk about because I'm a racist. It's scary because I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. Like, I feel, and I was talking with this with my husband the other night. I'm like, I don't feel like I have a racism bone in my body. But sometimes I'm afraid to even talk about it in fear of it coming out wrong or, you know, mistakenly say, saying the wrong thing. But it's on the forefront. It's in, it's, you know, it's political. It's mm-hmm. on all debates today. It's in conversation. You know, but scripture's clear that we are to yes. love our brothers and sisters as we love ourselves. Yes. And it's, it's what God has called us to do. So let me just ask you, mm-hmm. are we a far cry from what God has called us to do? Or is social media just really playing it up? Like, where, where do we stand, really? Right. I think the answer to the question would vary depending on who you ask. Um, I think that what we must really determine is that as we look at and we deal with the, the conception of racism or the perception of racism in our country is that that's just really what it is. It's mm-hmm. a perception of based upon the experiences that people are encountering on a day-to-day basis. And I think what we really have is, yes, we do have some disparities. We do have factions of our country that we do need to address. But I think what's really going on in America right now in 2019 is the trust level. Right. Because people mm-hmm. don't really know which angle people are coming from. Right. And it's really causing us to react in a whole lot of different areas. Racism to me is not limited to just black on white, right. white on black, but it's also black on black. Mm-hmm. It's uh, other ethnicities that are involved. But recent polls would show that the perception or the trust level or people feeling that racism is an issue or the tension based upon the racial category or the economic or even geographically where people are located, you're going to get different responses. Right, 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 right. I agree with Lee. Again, it just depends on who you're talking to. I do believe that the media tends to focus on the negative part of, um, you know, what's happening in our culture. And I believe we've come a a long way. We do have a lot 
longer to go or further to go. But one thing we want to do is we want to learn from our history. And uh, even though a lot of things are coming back up, um, you know, we want to just learn from what our past mistakes and, and see how we can grow and not repeat those mistakes. Right, and I yes. think that's a good point in, in training our children. Yeah. Yes. yes. To not always go by what media is saying, yeah. but go by what the Word of God says yes. and what, yes, should be in our, what should be in our hearts. Mm-hmm. I, I love something my, one of my former pastors uh, taught us is that racism is essentially nothing more than an accusation against our father, against our creator, mm-hmm. that somehow he made one of us mm-hmm. greater or lesser mm-hmm. than right. the other. Mm-hmm. And so, right. And so whenever I think of it in those terms, it's easy for me to go, okay, everybody stop. Right. <laughs> right. right. Chill. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and having a bi-ethnic daughter, mm-hmm. because my sister, Dr. Alveda King will tell me, do not call her biracial because mm-hmm. there's only one race. Right, I'm like, right. Okay, so I have to catch race. myself yeah. all the time, yeah. right? But even even having that um, experiences with a, uh, a late black husband, mm-hmm. things that we went through in the South together, mm-hmm. right? So right, I've gotten right. it from both sides. Mm-hmm. Yet whenever I go to talk about it, I'm shamed a lot of right. times too. Mm-hmm. You can't relate. You're not one of us. Yeah. You're white. Be quiet. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm like, no, I can totally relate from one perspective. Yes. But you're right. I can't. I don't have black skin. Yes. I'm not going to walk into a store and deal with what you do sometimes, right? Yeah. Right? right. But I can walk in with my daughter yeah. and deal and with it. it. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Right. I think and we got to get honest about it. We do. We do. We do. And, it, and like I said, it's kind of scary to talk about because you are shamed. Yes. Or you're. What am I going to? Am I going? Is it going to come out wrong? Are you going to offend someone? Am I going to offend yes. someone? And that's like you know, that's the furthest thing that I would ever want to do. Yeah, but right. but it's I, real. I also think also it's a matter of the heart, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's a sin issue in my perspective. Is God created us in the image of Him? We do not know how. God looks right. like at all. Exactly. But if we are in his image, mm-hmm. that means everybody's in his image. Absolutely. The other thing is, if I do offend somebody, my mom is from Brazil, my dad's from Peru, I was born in Peru, I, we are just everything. <laughs> so, But if I offend somebody and, and somebody doesn't tell me because they're prideful, that's another sin issue. Exactly. Right. That's a sin issue that I'm having and we can say, God, let's combat this. Let's be obedient through the Holy Spirit to say, how can I go to my neighbor and my brother and sister and say, did I offend you? Because that's humility. Right. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's humility. I think, it is, too, I think we have to really preference our conversation with dealing with um, the climate Mm -hmm. and teaching people cultural sensitivity and helping people understand, as Monica stated, a lot of times it depends on who the messenger is. Mm -hmm. As for me, a lot of times I can go in a setting and if I'm dealing with um, minorities or other African-Americans, I can say things, but if someone of another race came in and said it, immediately people would say, oh, they're being a racist. But we have to understand, again, that I think it comes back to the trusting of each other Mm -hmm. to be able to be able to stand in the gap and truly yeah. say, I'm here to represent right. you. And what right. I'm saying is not about you as your race, but mm-hmm. as for uh, we're all one race. Right. We're here to talk about I'm your people. sister. Yes. I'm your right. sister in Christ. Yes. And therefore, I'm going to, right. you know, we're going to have this. But as Christians, yeah. it's like, because I see a lot of pastors doing this too, Lee, yeah. where it's like, and you're a pastor, yes. and I'm sure you don't do this. I haven't been to your church. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it <laughs> but, um, but a lot of pastors use... Um, our division to to perpetrate this you know narrative that further divides us. Right, I'd right, like to right. talk more about yeah. that. And, and God is not a God of division. Right. Yes. Right. So stay with us. Right. We'll be right back. We have a great special interview coming up. Stay with us. Welcome back to the Christian View. Um, I have the 
honor of, of being with uh, Evangelist Alvita King. So thank you for coming. I want to talk a little bit about, first you've written this great book, and today actually is National Read Your Book Day. So you need to make sure you read your book. But this is America Return to God. Right. Um, so I want to talk about that. But first I want to talk about um, what racism is, because our topic today is conquering racism. So tell me a little bit about what racism is to you. Well, I believe in your previous segment, it's a, racism is a sin, right. and it's built upon a lie that we are separate races. Mm-hmm. The human race is one race. We do all bleed the same, Acts right. seventeen twenty six, one blood. And so when we say to God, oh, we're separate races, and one has to be better than the other. My race is better than the other race. Mm-hmm. That's a sin because of one blood, God created all humanity in God's image. Mm -hmm. So believing that you are part of a group that is so different that it has to be special and better, that's a sin and that's racism. Right. That's a a great definition. So let me ask you this. In all these years, we haven't learned, we've learned a little bit from our past, but why do you think we haven't overcome racism yet in today's society? Well, we've never understood that commonality uh, certainly, Acts 17, 26 says it better. Of one blood, God created all humans. But my uncle, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King mm-hmm. Jr., once said we must learn to live together as brothers right. and sisters or perish together as fools. Now, separate races might allow you to be cousins or distantly related, but you're not the same race. Right. And so through the years, we've been indoctrinated, socially engineered. That concept of race is socially engineered. It's more prevalent in the West, I guess, and certainly here in America. So we have drunk the Kool-Aid or bought mm-hmm. the lie. And so just let me ask, why do you say that we've been socially indoctrinated? Yes. Well, according to the times of slavery, when the Negroes or blacks or Africans were brought over from Africa to here. Now, it's a misconcept that only the white people went over and stole us. Right. And when I was in Africa in the slave caverns, I was down there with this guide who was an African. I said, how did a handful of white folks with a couple of guns come all the way mm-hmm. into this great, vast continent and get us if they didn't have help? Right. And he dropped his head. He says, well, ma'am, you ever heard of Joseph? I said, yeah. Well, his brothers kind of tossed him in a pit and sold him into slavery. Right. And some of us did that because back during that time, there were religious wars. Mm -hmm. And so you had some people in Africa that wanted to continue to worship the idols. Right. And then some were singing Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Mm -hmm. And so they were clinging to the Bible. And so when it was time to sell people, if your neighbor was stronger than you and disagreed with you, mm-hmm. then that neighbor's going to sell you to the slavers. Right. So it was a cooperative thing. But here in America, we bought the thought that black people were three-fifths human. Right. Dred Scott decision, mm-hmm. you see? Okay. And so that's how we've been indoctrinated to think that we are different races because of our skin color. So how would you think... How do you, what would you like to see happen in the next coming years, you know, in your lifetime? What would you like to see change as far as this, you know, we're con- we want to conquer racism. God does not, he does not see us any different. So what would you like to see change in the next couple of years? Or well, one thing everybody lifetime? can do, it's very difficult. It was difficult for me at first. My race needs to get along with your race. Mm-hmm. So I said, you're an Endorian, you're a Klingon, you're somebody from Star Trek or what? What planet right. were you born mm-hmm. on? And I said, no. Your community and my community, which sometimes 
makes a difference with skin color, can certainly come together and we can be brothers and sisters. So no, I no longer say your race and my race. It could be just that simple. Stop thinking of yourself as a different race. Just take that word out of the vocabulary at all. So for the rest of this year, just remove my race and your race Mm -hmm. and say as a people who God loves on this planet, Mm -hmm. can we talk? So I think it goes back to a heart issue. Yeah, It definitely goes a sin issue, but it's a heart issue. We have to get to that point of Absolutely. there's no division, there's no separation. God created each of us in his, image, in his image. In his image. And we, as we said earlier, we're not sure what his image even looks like. We're designed in the image of our creator. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you'll have some people who are so intelligent and they'll say, oh, they don't even know that God is not a man. Yes, we do. <laughs> the Bible says God's not a man that God can lie. Right. Our creator gave us a beautiful gift as the identity of our mm-hmm. Father mm-hmm. through His Son, Jesus Christ, yes. His only begotten Son. Mm-hmm. So that's why we can say God or He or Father. So we know God is bigger than right. all of that. Yes. But God gave us a special gift. God is our Abba. Amen. Through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, yes. His Son, and by the power of His Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Which we need to... We have to yield to that We Holy have to Spirit. yield to Holy it. Holy Spirit is yes. a great teacher. <laughs> He is, and we just need to yield to it. So I want to talk about your two books, um, Returning America to God. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about this book. America Returned to God. I began to study Queen Esther first, and uh, my calling as an evangelist came out of the book of Esther. And I remember my pastor, Alan McNair, was still living, and he was preaching that morning. I had gotten up and read the book of Esther, and I Mm. cried. I don't want my father to be forgotten, God. What can I do? Right. My father, Reverend A.D. Williams. Okay. So I get to church, and Pastor McNair says, Queen Esther, it's time for you to come off of your throne of complacency. There's a hole in the spirit in the city of Atlanta that has to be filled. So I said, I'll do it, God. I'll do it, God. (laughs) Reluctantly. You know, yeah, but I agree. Right. Ezra and Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. And there was talk of building a wall, and you had a prophet and a, and a, a cupbearer, and they were saying, build the wall. And, and, and it was just a physical wall. We don't need walls around our heart. Right. Amen. Our hearts need to be open right. towards God and loving others. Mm-hmm. But there was a need for a physical wall. And then Sam Ballard and Tobias, and they would say, come down off the wall. We're going to be your friends. No, we're not. No, no, no. Right. And so that's kind of where America returned to God came from. I love it. That is amazing. So we have like 10 seconds. Tell me about Be this you. Book. I have children's books and I tell all children, no matter what your skin color is, be yourself. God loves you. Amen. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us on the Christian View today. We'll be right back. Stay with us. discussion on conquering racism and we had a wonderful interview with evangelist king Elvita king thank you um so thank you for joining us on the panel um before we went into the interview we had a conversation about division monica and strife so let's touch a little bit more on that yeah. the division and strife within the church as it right. deals with um, racism right well i think what i'm seeing more and more in the church today and you tell me if i'm wrong because we talk about this a lot the two of us is that i i feel like i hear pastors who just completely bypass the blood of the cross, which repairs the breach between all of us for all of our sin. Mm-hmm. And so I hear a lot of like white preachers are preaching guilt. Like you got to feel guilty because of what happened. Mm-hmm. And then you've got black preachers who have come after me on social media before mm-hmm. to tell me that I'm a bigot because I'm actually preaching the blood of Christ. Wow. And I'm like, wow. what is going on right. right now? I mean, we're supposed to represent 
reparation right. through the blood. The blood of Jesus by Christ Jesus. Yes. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right. I think as pastors, we have to focus on preaching um, to people Mm -hmm. and not politics. And I think that's where if we stay grounded in what our calling is Mm -hmm. and what God has called us to do, I think we'll have less of that fostering division. And ultimately, the gospel message is about love. And if we get people back to love, then I think we will really begin. It's hard to hate you Mm -hmm. if I'm doing what God told me to do, loving you like I love myself, because I really like me. Right. I'm loving you like I love me. I think we'll do better. And I think right. that comes back to the heart issue. Yes. And, yeah. and yeah. spending time in the Word of God and finding out what Scripture has to say about the topics that are at hand. You know, the topics and that, you know, Aisha, we talked a little bit about what, what, what does Scripture say? Mm-hmm. And how does Scripture bring us freedom for those who have been attacked through racism or been in bondage through racism? Yeah. I mean, Scripture offers, offers us a wealth of information. And it does. Uh, One thing I would want to say to anyone who felt oppressed by racism is that just remember who you are. You know, we are one created in the image of God. And so no matter what color your skin is, we look like our father. Right. And don't give away your right as a child of the king. You are royalty. And you need to act like it. Mm -hmm. And remember that. Uh, Cast your burdens onto God. Because he cares. He knows what we're dealing with. This is no surprise to him. The state of our country is no surprise to him. And so, again, just cast your cares on God because he does care. Amen. Um, Pray for your enemies. You know, the, the scripture tells us to pray for our enemies, and, and that's what we should be doing, especially in church. Yes. And Romans 8.31, this is where I wanted to end. If God is for you, who can ever be against Amen. you? Mm-hmm. And if nothing more, you can stand on that word of God. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know what? The good thing is that when we stand on that word... Yes. The enemy is defeated. Yes. Absolutely. And the gates of hell cannot and prevail. Love, and that love will never fail. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just hard getting there. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah, especially because mm-hmm. I need you to help me stop praying like King David. Amen. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I know Jesus had to pray for my enemies, but I'm like, can we just go back to how King David prayed for his enemies? <laughs> I used to laugh, but that was before Christ. I know. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, no, no. And so, God, if you kill him, in the, in the, exactly. it kill him and then raise him back up in Christ. Amen. And then right. Right. On earth. Right. So we, kill the ugly and then right. raise, raise Jesus up in them. We can't pray for him. To, we can't pray for him to get hit by a train. We've got we've got to pray for them to develop. A heart, mind, a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know, it's a kingdom mindset, right? And in the culture that we're in now, when people are not in Christ, they have no idea what we're talking about. And when you're in culture, when you're out there, it is, it's the flesh, it's pride, it's envy, it's jealousy, it's all of that that's not of God. But when you become a Christian, that's when it all changes. That's when God's love overflows from you and says, I am going to love my neighbor and I am going to put my humility cloak on or or really take that advice from someone at my particular church as well it's very hard at times because we when I look around well for me it's I, I think it's beautiful every single nation and country seems to be represented right. where we are but we have our little what 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 are you doing you know but we are all united that's what heaven's going to look like so we've got to like each other now because we're going to be up in heaven with everybody well let me ask this question love love thy neighbor as you love yourself do you think and lee you kind of talk up talking on this but are we not loving ourselves enough is it is it within ourselves that we are looking in the mirror and we're not loving what we see so Mm -hmm. therefore we're 
reacting to everybody we're, else. We're not loving ourselves enough to um, get rid of the selfishness right. that Jesus got rid of. And he removed himself out of the equation and he was more focused on the message. And I think if we get to that place where we're unselfish and real quick, like with me, a lot of times I know when we when when I'm encountering someone who has either a racism or, or maybe a just a prejudice or discrimination, when I go in the room, I already know. But I also know that God has called me to meet the challenge. Right. And so I'm already going, so, okay, Lord, okay, I know you're going, if we're in a group, if it's going, they're going to divide people in group, I know I'm going to end up in that group, <laughs> but I know I have to be that light. Right. And therefore I have to take my selfishness mm-hmm. out of the way because the object is that we must win each other. Right. And the thing of, again, it goes back to usually people don't have that relationship. And until people see how much we are alike, less than different from each other, mm-hmm. then you're always going to walk away with that. But somebody has to be the bigger person right. and extend the olive branch. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who gave me a bracelet and it says F-A-M-I-L-Y. Forget about me. I love you. Yes. Oh, oh, I love that. that. Time to time I'll, awesome. I'll pick it up and I, I try to live that. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's really not about us. No. It's not. It's really not about us. It's about him mm-hmm. and us being his hands and feet and loving people. Yeah. Him loving people through us. That's correct. That's correct. There's no me in ministry, right? Um, But I I think that's a major, major thing is to focus on that sin issue that we may have, that sin, that that experience that Sandra O'Neill had. And now when I look at that person, I'm like, oh, but I'm like, no. That's in Jesus' name. Let me combat that right now because God heal my heart so then I cannot already judge this person or vice versa. You know, I mean, the Holy Spirit has a job and that's to convict those that are, you know, racist or prejudiced, you know. So, again, when we interact with people, it's our responsibility to, you know, represent ourselves Christ like. Right. And the Holy Spirit will do his job to convict that person of, uh, of any hate or any feelings that they have in their heart based off of someone, just their appearance and the way they look. Right. And I think we need to keep teaching people because, you know, we couldn't say, well, that's how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. And so that, that familiarness may, may come in and we have to teach. We have to yeah. retrain, rethink, even our minds that, wait a minute, even though that may be how your family was raised, that's yeah. not how I'm going to raise or you teach my family. Patterns as well as spiritual genetic right. patterns yeah. that carry down that it would probably be a good topic for us to hit on and go mm-hmm. deeper when we right. bring you back. With that, yes. but you know, we didn't have a problem with wearing outfits of different. That's colors. right, and I think we look beautiful. So right. let's do right. that with the skin too. Amen. That's right. Amen. And we can thank Trudy Davis for uh, dressing us. Yeah. She is our she is our fashion amazing wardrobeist who who keeps us looking pretty. So anyway, thank you. We'll be right back with more on the Christian View. Welcome back to the Christian View. We've had a great discussion today on conquering racism. And thank you all for being here, and especially Evangelist King. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. I want to close with her words. We must learn to communicate together, dream together, and love each other God's way. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.